Hey, uh, hey folks, we are sitting at uh, the truck stop, about to uh, head out here in about an hour. Uh, I'm going to see if I can upload this quick so you guys can get a feel for what this uh, group of truckers is doing. If it fails, it'll come out here at some point. Just know the energy here is unreal. There's people absolutely everywhere, uh, so enjoy. Here, what's what's your name? You don't have to give me a full name, but if you just Randy, Randy, and what uh, what brought you out on the road? Freedom and protect our children. Where uh, where are you from, Randy? Calgary. Oh, you've been on the road then every single day, pretty much. Yep, pretty much, definitely since Monday morning, nonstop. And uh, you were mentioning. Ooh, the wind's bad. Uh, you were mentioning the uh, that your mechanic on the road. Yeah. How how has the trucks been uh, keeping them working and everything? Because I mean, uh, to the people sitting at home, it's been minus thirty, minus forty. Like you've seen some some pretty uh, cold weather, some interesting road conditions, everything else. Oh, I see, see, seen it all. You bet. That's for sure. And the trucks have been holding up good. And have you had any issues? Two, minor. That's it. And maybe for the people back home, what's something from your days on the road with this group of men, women, children? Uh, what's something that sticks out to you that, that you just want them to understand? Just, we're not, we are not, we are not a minority. Millions of people have been out in minus 30 weather cheering us on. If they were against us, I'm pretty sure they'd be sitting at home watching television, not out there holding Canada flags and other flags I'd rather not mention. Fair enough. Thanks, Randy. I appreciate it. Okay, you have a great day. You too. First off, what, what's your names? My name is Shannon Schur. And where, where are you from? Um, we're from um, New Bothwell, Manitoba. I own a trucking company in St. Agath called Upper Deck Transport. We have uh, 20 trucks on the road. Yeah, cool. Um, why get involved? Why, why, I think uh, something that's so powerful to all the people back home is they all want to be here. What made you go, we just have to go? What made you get in the vehicle? What made you do everything you've done? Um, just the... The, the overreach that we see right now and the lies and the um, secretiveness that um, we just... Okay, stop that. <laughs> you don't... You, no, no. I, I'm just at a loss for words but right now. It's the, just that it, somebody started it that we are part of it now and we are part of whoever started this convoy. It was... Uh, it, express myself. Oh, worry about it. Don't worry about it's the right words. That, that, that there was somebody really that started this and we got together and we feel like we need to support this and go continue on and, and, and finish this what we started now. That's what and there's many other things we've been permanent or, or, or locked up for a year and a half and we needed this just to get people out and out about and, 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 and join this convoy, convoy or whatever we all doing here this this supporting everything 
You know, my my sister calls it a pilgrimage. Pilgrimage. She's yeah. she's a very uh, spiritual lady, and she just goes, you know, it's just it just feels like a pilgrimage. Everybody is on their way to the capital. When on earth would you have this many people? You know, I've got to. I, I, we got stuck at White River there, and you know the ro- highway shut down, whatever. And they, uh, they, it's okay to the audience. There's just so much. It's the morning of leaving for Ottawa, and the amount of traffic here at the truck stop is unbelievable. Um, but you go back. I've, I've got to sit with a, a dad. Uh, this has been a common theme of people that I've interviewed. You know, I, got, I was at the point where I'm looking at different countries. Like, maybe I just need to leave. I don't understand Canada anymore. I'm not flying my flag anymore. I've, I've buried the, the, the maple leaf sweater I've had. I'm not doing any of this. And now I'm encouraging everybody to pull it out because I've, once again, I, I, I was saying to you guys earlier, like, I was so envious of the United States and how they support their country and fly their flag with, with pride. And I've never seen so much pride. Everybody loves Don Cherry, and he's been kind of the one man in the last 50 years who's been proud to be Canadian and he got hated for it. Well, today I look and I see so many um, Canadians proud of where they're from and what this means to them. And it means a whole hell of a lot. And so seeing all you different uh, truckers, uh, <laughs> organizers, business people, family, friends, grandparents, married couples, you know, brothers, sisters, everybody coming out, kids. Like, I've, I've seen kids as young as, uh, I think, seven now, and there's probably younger ones on the road. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. Mainstream media can do whatever they want. Everybody knows they're lying to, and if they haven't figured that out, they're soon to figure it out. So, I'm speechless, really. The, the support that's out here, like, people don't really don't know. If you're not in this convoy, you don't know. I am guesstimating that... F- from the Manitoba border to here now in um, in Arn Prior, I'm guesstimating we passed at least 150,000 people. They were all cheering and had signs, and like you said, children, babies, moms with babies. They were littered, littered. Our horn never stopped. My husband's mission was to honk at every single group and single person out there, and I couldn't take a nap because that horn was going (laughs) constantly. It did not stop. Honestly, even where there were areas where there were um, no population that we could see, and there were people like just at the ends of driveways or at crossroads and just with signs and then later on we you know we were running like four hours late last night and so it was dark for a lot of the time that we were coming through the populated areas into town there were groups of people bonfires everywhere fireworks like for miles and miles and miles and miles and the gratitude you could just see the excitement in people's faces and they're jumping and jumping and these people have been out there because we were four hours behind these people have been out there for a minimum of three hours minimum it was minus 20 it was minus 30 last night at yeah, 11 at night we were still driving and people were still out jumping and hooting and hollering and everything it was unbelievable yeah, yeah. it was it, it it was so many things have happened to me this past week that um don't wouldn't you cannot consider coincidental there has been so much divine intervention and this is also a spiritual movement 
and a moment for many of these people who were involved. People are connecting. People are are um, so generous. When we when we got to Thunder Bay, um, the the um, the reception there was incredible. We're going to bed, and a lady walks by, and she says. Um, Hey, can we get you any last-minute thing before we pack up? And I and my husband says, "Yeah, my wife could use a shower." And she says, "Yeah, come with me, come with me." So I packed up my bag and I went to her house and I had a nice hot shower. And it ended up this couple; they were just friends, but they were both recent recovering alcoholics. And um, I just felt that we I had this mission that I needed to speak to this one fellow who had only been sober for 20 days, and I just had this message that don't you give up. We are going to make it. Your daughter needs you. Just don't give up, please. And I, and I think that's what really everybody's cheering for us. It's just please don't give up. We are depending on you. Don't give up on us. And I, it's going to be hard. Not everybody coming here can stay the course. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how long people are going to be here. People have to get back to their lives and and back to their jobs and their families and but i think the impact the 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 uh, most important thing is this initial impact that of the support and it is unrefutable now there is aerial footage we're in the day and age of cameras and live streaming and that you cannot keep this away social media is is blowing up worldwide you cannot the the energy here is just I'm, I'm in tears a lot of the time because it's it is such an emotional um, experience we're having here um, and I see that it's not just for the ones that are involved here it is for those that are, are supporting us and those 150,000 people we pass is only a small portion of really the support that we're getting across Canada and, and across the world across the world yes there are convoys building in the EU we have um, family in the in the EU we've heard uh, Brazil um, a lot of their trucking trucks are uh, flying Canada flags in solidarity with us there's we'd heard word that there was 65,000 US trucks coming that I don't know if that's true but well you know I was saying to my sister this morning I don't know if uh, I'll, I'll, I'll geek out on you a little bit. Uh, I read as a kid the uh, Lord of the Rings, and I'm sure everybody's knows the popular reference and everything else. But the movies don't play the end of that story um, because I don't know how it'd play out in, in a movie. But in the books, they take the ring to the mountain and they throw it in, and it's a huge. But what everybody forgets after that happens is Sam and Bilbo, uh, Sam and uh, not Bilbo, Sam and oh geez, boys and girls, I'm forgetting his name. Why is that? Bilbo Baggins and Samwise Ganji. I'm having a brain fart this morning. Forgive me. We were on the road for 17 hours last night. Yeah. It'll come to me. Anyways, after they've destroyed the Ring of Power, they go back to their home. And, you know, you think that's the end of the story. But actually what happens, they go all the way back home after being through this amazing journey of fellowship. Right? It was the fellowship of the Ring that destroys it or helps destroy it. Then they go home. And home's been taken over by the crooks and the everything, right? And they have to fight for their home. And so I, I've been thinking a lot this morning uh, about the power of coming across Canada. Well, I mean, you still got to go back home. And I'm talking to lots of people back home. And I mean, they're just, this is like this little universe we've created. And wherever it goes, it infects. 
And I've seen so much despair but hope out of people where they don't almost want to let you go. They want to hold on to you. Like, please just know that you're our hope, right? And that's a hard thing. I'm just, I'm nobody. I'm literally a guy. uh, I'm not even in a, I'm not even a semi. I'm just falling along. I feel like uh, when the Romans went off to war and they had a thousand or ten thousand strong men go. I'm the guy dancing around the back singing the ballads uh, to the people so they can hear about Big Red and the team that are, are fighting the charge going through and people like yourself because I think they really need to be, you're the heroes you're the and I, I still can't get over this you know I didn't want to call myself a journalist for a very long time because I just didn't feel like it fit the bill and here we are in maybe one of the most watershed moments in Canadian history and where are they where are all the CBC and the global you know the first thing you ask is well who are you with I can tell you, this is the new way because the old way is gone. Nobody, if you're still following it, you wake up, turn on to something else because the story is right here. It's all these people. It's all you people. It's it's wonderful, and so I really appreciate uh, you you speaking. And um, there's no right way or wrong way to do this. It's yeah. the people need to understand what we're all seeing and, and how it's uh, you know you talk about crying. We've all cried. I, I sat in I sat in a, a truck yesterday uh, on the way out of Sault Ste. Marie with Pretty Boy, or his call name Pretty Boy, and he I started crying, you know, just it's and, emotional. The and, and he goes, don't hide that shit from me, right? And I'm like, yeah, don't hide that shit from Canada, because honestly, they need to they need to understand what's going on here. And I'm looking out at all the vehicles, and it's like it's like the biggest rock party you've ever seen, times whatever number you want to times it by, because that's what's going on here. The unfortunate thing is, yeah, the mainstream media, they're holding this from everybody, of course, because it doesn't fit their narrative. <coughs> and um, my husband had said a number of times, like, with all these people that can <coughs> do some hacking and whatever, like, why isn't somebody hacking into CTV and doing a live, you know, emergency broadcast? Hey, people, wake up. Look what's happening in Canada. Because there are many people who only know what CNN and what CTV and Global and CBC tells them. And they don't know that our local CBC radio in Manitoba is basically owned by the government. And they, they will, the reporters, they are reporting what they see on their paper. They're given their marching orders. Their marching orders. They're given Here, their. Here's, here's the hack job, though. Here, here's what I see. This is my eyes, and I'll, I'll, see, I'll tell you what I see. They're trying so hard to control the narrative. And then you drive past 150,000 people. What are they doing? all filming and go through they're all filming the crowds are with and then they're spreading the word they, you can't control this this is what the old timers in saskatchewan would call uh, an old-fashioned wildfire where it's faster than the fastest man you cannot stop this you get going this way and now back home they're going to regina today they're going to edmonton today my hometown of lloyd they're loading up they're going by lloyd and if they can go to edmonton they're going to edmonton saskatchewan's going to regina winnipeg's happening victoria's happening all across the world it's happening. It's become uh, uh, a bell toll to the entire world that it is time. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Everybody goes, well, how is it Canada's that bell toll? And I go, well, from the stories I've heard from vets, in the wars we were that bell toll too. We had played our part. We were a very integral part. And we're just finding out how integral we've become to the world, you know. Has it got bad enough where little old Canada quiet, peaceful, don't want to cause any disagreements, have decided enough. And to me, what I see here is enough. And I look forward to today. And I'm, I'm glad I know there's people, you know, I, I said I want to be in the convoy because if things go sideways and I know there's people like you there, I'm safe. I got, yep. I got nothing to worry about. Yep. Absolutely.
Yeah, it, it has been an amazing experience so far. And um, um, it's astronomical. I'm, I'm speechless. I'm, I'm speechless, the people that have come together. Um, and I just, I just hope that we accomplish something of what we're here for. You already have. I, I think you already have. Now, I, I personally, personally, I want to stay here for, you know, in my brain, I want to go one day and they just stop everything. And you watch what Trudeau's doing. We all know that's a lie. So there's no point in even saying that. We all want to leave here with no mandates and everything's back to normal. But what's happened here, there's no boxing this up. Everybody's seeing it. It's spreading. And once it starts spreading, there's no stopping it. I mean, you, my, I always apologize to my mom on the podcast because I'm like, you know, I got to stop saying some swears. People don't. And then you drive through all can and see little grandmas holding fuck Trudeau. I'm sorry. It's become a marching cry of where we're at. Yeah. Our, our leader on the world stage can't even afford to meet in public with anyone he's hiding behind covid well stop hiding all of us stop hiding it's time to just get out grab a flag you know i had a, I had a guy tell me that you why do we carry flags to let people know what team we're on and to me for a long time the canadian flag didn't mean that now it certainly does and you know what don't be mad about a fuck trudeau sign because i honestly i've seen him everywhere oh. by all walks of life you know i, I was actually curious we had said to my husband i says you know what i'd be curious that what the statistics of the sales <laughs> on amazon or the dollar store wherever across canada or the the world who's keeping up with all these these uh production of all these flags these canada flags are being flown around the world the fuck trudeau signs like it, it I would love to know what the number is of how many flags were actually purchased because that's an indication of really how many people are flying them and, and, and the magnitude, the magnitude of this. And like you said, this is, it has become global. We started it. Now everybody is kind of riding on our coattails. We're the leaders for the world because this problem, the corruption in the government is not just in Canada. It is worldwide. It's globalism. They want to take us down. Agenda 2030, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, the International Monetary Fund, um, the Federal Reserve. It goes on and on and on. This plan has been in the works for a hundred years by secret societies and um, they are the one percent and they are controlling the 99%. And we need to take that control back. But because they, I feel that because they've had so many years, they've infiltrated everything, the government, the banking system, the education, the, everything. Our kids are being indoctrinated to be socialists. They think that, that um, equality, equality about everything, everybody should be equal. No, that is not, that is not how the world works. If you work hard and you earn your money, you deserve that money. If you sit at home on your ass and you do fuck all, then that's what you deserve. So you need, it's, the, the, the indoctrination, the, it's just gone too far and people don't see it because they've been doing it little by little by little, year after year, one thing after another. And you kind of just say, oh, okay, well I'll do that because it's just something minor or whatever. A little regulation here, a little law there, uh, a little change of the uh, education curriculum. That's okay. We'll do that. And then you're blind to it because you really haven't seen it coming because it didn't all come at once. So 
people, there are a lot of people who just don't see it. They're like, why? What are you doing this? They think we're here against the vaccine mandate. And there are people who truly believe in the vaccine and they, they don't have the information or the knowledge of really what it's doing. And that, um, but, but uh, even, even then this is uh, when you boil everything down what this has changed into, it's about freedom. It's about, it's about, you know, you talk about, uh, equality and all that stuff, you know, we should be preaching, treat one another with love and respect. You know, at the end of the day, you have to take care of yourself. And then when you can take care of yourself, you can show that respect and love outwards and, and protect Absolutely. your fellow man and your fellow neighbor and everything else. It's It sounds so kumbaya. And maybe I've just been stuck in this little bubble too long. But or maybe just none of us have talked long enough. And now we're all together and you yes. start to understand yes. what unity does well, and why they're so fucking terrified of it that he'll act like he's hiding behind COVID when the world's moving away from COVID, right? It's yeah. just... Well, it's, that was the intent of all the lockdowns and the six-foot dis- distancing and yeah. the uh, you can't have anybody in your house over Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas for two years now, right? They don't want people talking because they know that once people get together, that people will, will um, um, collaborate and... and inform people of really what's going on and um and and get together in unity and they don't want that because that's not their narrative they want us to be divided because they think divide and conquer well we're here to show them that we're not divided we are unit we are unified here we've come together and we are making a statement to the world that um there has to be change um justin trudeau has got to go we need to uh, basically the 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 high the political system has to be dismantled from top to bottom like even down to our provincial MLAs and even our school boards like it everything has to change and I know that that probably will never happen but just people being aware of um, the severity of where we are right now we were at a pivotal moment and it was the vaccine mandates that um, broke the camel's back for a lot of people and it was the transportation industry that picked it up and um, we're running with it and really everybody's just kind of tagged along and it's it's not just the truckers anymore there are plenty of there are probably more cars and pickup trucks and people like yourself here uh, than than truckers it's not just us it uh, yeah I just wish there I just wish there was more of me you know honestly I wish I've been saying this for a long time I wish there was you know maybe, maybe not a podcast or whoever I just wish CBC, and you know, this is me thinking that this problem can just be like, it can't be that bad, right? And I don't want to get, you know, there's no point in going down that because people have already been talking about this for so long, but it floors me. You know, I I keep saying, if the CBC wanted funding, all they had to do was (laughs) stick somebody in everyone's truck, interview them for an hour, everybody know what all this is about, and they'd have their funding for the next hundred years because they would be about freedom. What's going to happen here, CBC is going to die a horrible death. Sorry, CBC, you're going down the rain, uh, drain, and people are going to be sad about that because CBC, for a lot of years, has stood for and shown what Canada really is. No longer. They no longer do it anymore. They're a propaganda machine. That's it. And I just wish there was more people getting this message out. I know there's live streams and stuff like that. I just think the heartfelt stories from the people on the actual road who just drove across an entire country to stand 20 minutes out of Ottawa on the day of. I mean, this is a pretty specific, uh, special day. So... I really do appreciate you doing this with me. Thank you. Uh, as you can tell, I got I do enjoy listening and hearing the stories, and I appreciate you guys opening up and and giving me a little bit of your story. You bet. No problem. Thanks for having us.
What, what's your name? Tom Gallagher. Tom, nice to meet you. Uh, whereabouts are you from? North Bay, Ontario. North Bay. North Bay was wild last night. <laughs> it's crazy. I left uh, Petrocan about 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. And I couldn't believe the support. It was crazy. Uh, people lined up for miles. Why? I've been asking everybody their why. Why Why did you feel the need to, to get in the convoy, to come to Ottawa, to support uh, what's going on? Well, I'm against the mandates, uh, against the vaccine, even though I've got it twice, uh, by force. And I don't agree with what Justin Trudeau's doing to the people. And Doug Ford's just as bad. Uh, the mom and pop restaurants uh, that have to close down, uh, the miners, the nurses, the resorts, everybody. This, is, this isn't just about trucking, this is about Canada. It, I haven't seen this kind of support. I used to say since Paul Henderson scored the goal in overtime to beat the Russians in 1972, but this is even bigger than that. I can't believe the support. If Justin Trudeau still thinks that we're just a small intention of the freedom fighters and terrorists, when he called me a terrorist, he made it personal. And anything else I got to say, you probably can't print. Oh, we can we can do whatever we want on this show. This isn't uh, we're not too worried about that. I. I, I've been running, and I'm from Alberta, so we, we uh, caught back up to the convoy in Dryden, Ontario. And in the meantime of, uh, of being from Dryden to here, um, I've, I've probably cried my eyes a few different times because of the amount of support. You know, all of us Canadians know uh, this time of year, minus 30, is there anything more Canadian? If we're going to have a protest, let's not do it in the sunny sun. Let's do it when it's minus 30, roads are crap, you know. And then for him to call us all a fringe minority, as I'm witnessing thousands of people braving the cold, we're late, we're behind, they're standing out there for hours upon hours with babies and kids crying, saying thank you. Like, it is wild. It is so wild. And to have a leader, and I keep saying this, trying to rationalize my brain, but uh, he just needs to go. It's as simple as that. He just, he doesn't even understand what his people are telling him. And to me, that's a tyrant. Well, he supposedly got COVID now, but... It's funny. He was going on vacation when this happened. The largest protest in, in not just Canadian history, but the world history. And he's on holidays. What kind of leader is that? How many doctors and nurses and paramedics and firefighters and truck drivers and farmers have to work when they're supposed to be going on vacation? How many Christmases have doctors been called in for to go do emergency surgery? instead of spending Christmas with their families. How about the truck driver that couldn't make it home for Christmas because of a snowstorm or an accident? And he hops on a government pay plane and takes off to Costa Rica. He can't even go on, on vacation in his own damn country and support our, our country. So, I, got, I, I, I don't even know what to say. Well, I, I appreciate you for, for giving me a few moments. I'm going to continue heading on. I want to get as... I just love that all you guys have come out. I, I, from one Canadian to another, uh, seeing all these big trucks here is, like, extremely moving. And I keep trying to hold it together, which I don't know. I don't know. It, it's hard to do because you can just see. Like, look, we're sitting at the truck stop here uh, outside of Ottawa and since the the I was uh, we came in at six thirty this morning, and I was chuckling. I'm like, oh man, the lion's still sleeping. Let the boys sleep. They're gonna need all the energy they got. And as soon as one truck woke up, 
all the horns started going off, and you, you the, the listeners can hear it in the background. It just keeps going. Somebody goes by, and all the truckers oblige, and away it goes again, right? And the and the giant is waking up, and it's getting ready to roll into Ottawa. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch uh, and to be a part of it and everything else. I, I just truly do appreciate what you're doing and that you came on the road. Uh, I'd like to thank all of Canada for their support. This isn't just about us. Like I said, it's about all of Canada. True North, strong and free. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. All right, pretty boy. How's it go this morning? I guess it's an update. Yeah, no, it's going good. Uh, last night we rolled really hard through the hills there. Um, we were, you know, we're really stretching our schedule here and driving. These guys are driving long hours, driving hard, and everyone's doing a fantastic job. This morning is actually really nice. Everyone got to sleep in for a chance here, and um, we're gathering up really nice, and things are really coming together closer to Ottawa. Yeah, this has been this has been a fun little journey, hasn't it? Yesterday was, I mean, it was an eight-hour drive roughly that turned into 17 hours, and like I'm complaining to you about my hands running over here, and I was watching people at 11 o'clock last night jumping around, just like going absolutely ape shit in minus 30 weather. It was just absolutely bonkers. Yeah, 10-4. No, it's. It's unbelievable. Those guys, they're out there for so long. Lots of people are making trips from surrounding towns, right? Surrounding little communities and coming to the highway. So they're spending their whole day in town there and uh, they ain't complaining. <laughs> I tell you, they're not complaining at all. Um, yeah, the closer we get to Ottawa here, you guys are seeing more and more support, more and more gatherings. Um, it's getting stronger and stronger. It's that exponential growth absolutely starting to take off. It's it's uh, continues to blow all of our minds can you just I wish I would have been in the truck for North Bay when the two converged the convoys coming together whatever on earth happened there being in a vehicle I was talking on the phone to a buddy and uh, I was just like what on earth is happening it was like the entire city was almost shaking with like honking and horns and the it was just like I don't know coming out of the best concert you've been in times a million and just the amount of semi. Anytime you were ever caught in, in that many semis in a city, you'd be like, "What the? Where are all these drivers coming from?" Instead, everybody's just losing it. Guys are hopping out, playing the trumpet in the middle of the street. Like it was unbelievable. But you were part of uh, the initial phase of that. What would it look like from your end? I don't know. I want to know what it's looking like from outer space at this point. Even drone footage. I don't know if we're going to capture what's going on here. Like you said. The whole city is going to be buzzing just you're talking lights every which direction and it's like i can't imagine it must be you know before everyone hits town an hour or two before you know you, it's going to be lively but it would be just like an absolute um, thunderstorm rolling into town just completely taking over from every direction and just buzzing yeah like i want to i'm sure this is going to be captured from I don't know if drones are going to capture it. I might have to be captured from the sky. And, you know, on that wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't a helicopter with a beautiful camera on it just do this thing justice? Yeah, absolutely. On that note, there's been lots of birds flying around, and uh, there has been some helicopters. You know, it's pretty cool to look up to the sky and see the, the birds flying around shaking their wings, you know, showing support too. That's just incredible. That is incredible, isn't it? You know, if there's any uh, Saskatchewan farmers out there with their, with their helicopters, Get them moving, eh? Get them going this way. Let's let's get a good video of this sucker. Like, I was watching videos last night of downtown Ottawa. Did you see any of that? No. Downtown Ottawa last night was going ballistic 
and that was three hours before we stopped. We, we were still driving, and they were losing their beans downtown. All the streets were jammed with cars honking. And, and I'm like, my, my dad told me this cool story this morning. Sure. Uh, he, he sent me uh, uh, sent me and my sister a voicemail, and uh, he said back in the day, and I remember this. As soon as he said it, I was like, oh, I remember that. When he used to drive across country, everybody had a wave. You worked on your wave as a driver. You had to have, you know, and whatever. And I remember him teaching us as kids, so we were all working on our wave and whatever. He said everybody waved. And so he said, you're, you had to get your arm ready because you waved at every truck driver. And he said, somewhere along the line, we all lost that. And he said, uh, yesterday, or early this morning, he noticed every trucker's waving again. And I'm like, and that's, that's what's going on, right? Like, that's what's going on. And it brought him, you know, you can hear the voice quiver in his. And I, I've been saying, everybody, pretty boy's the guy who goes, don't hide that shit from me. And I think Canada, don't hide that shit from anyone right now, right? We got to show what's going on. We got to tell everybody that it's going on. Uh, if you got red, wear it. You got a Canadian uh, flag, show it with pride. Put it on your front lawn. Put it on your vehicle. Attach it with a, a zip tie. It don't matter. Stick it in your door. Just show them that this is what it means to you. Yeah, it's it's far beyond just the presence of the trucks out east here. I guess in Ottawa area, it's far beyond that. Getting lots of similar stories from back home too. There's just a total mood shift, total energy shift going on not just across Canada, but across the world. And um, it's restoring faith and hope to so many people. It's, this is gonna have an impact for forever, definitely. It's, uh, it goes way beyond just the physical presence. There's uh, a spirit to this that's gonna live on for forever, for my lifetime, for sure. Cool, well, I'm gonna see if I can't get this out for the people before we leave, so I really appreciate it. Best of luck today. I was saying to my sister, you know, people are saying, you know, you got to be uh, prepared for what they're going to throw at you. Because Justin Trudeau at this point, well, we know he doesn't think we're anyone. He thinks we're the old fringe minority. But uh, I tell you what, with people like yourself and all these other truckers in, in the lines with us, I'm not worried about a thing. I uh, appreciate what you guys have done. Watching yesterday, being a part of it uh, firsthand has been so cool to, to send that message back. Uh, and I just appreciate you sitting with me and doing this again. And uh, I look forward to, at some point, sitting down, having a beer with you, and maybe just uh, actually getting to know each other in a different level because this has been, I mean, I, nobody can even begin to meet somebody like this, but it's been pretty cool, and I do appreciate you. Let me hop back in your truck and, and uh, give everybody an update back home. Absolutely, you guys, no problem. My name's Spencer Boats from Saskatchewan. Um, you can holler at me if you guys want to know anything after the journey here. I've been blocking all my calls and stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, I really appreciate some good reporting, good podcast representation here, man. Because um, it's really changing the tune, right? There's the rumors that have been flying around. They're diminished. They're, it, they're a joke at this point. Everything Justin Trudeau tweets or says, any anything, any slander is is a joke it's not even upsetting us everyone's so happy and peaceful and we have so much faith so i appreciate the proper representation well it's pretty easy when it's guys like yourself they're big fella thanks again absolutely thank you well <laughs> your names for the record i'm dallin burt landon wells all right fellas uh you've come all the way from lloyd minster why join the convoy here as we sit outside Ottawa? It's, it's almost culminating. We're, we're getting close to go time. But what uh, what made you jump in your car and, and drive as many hours as you've put on the road? Well, uh, where do I start? Uh, 
I think everybody in Canada has had enough, and we've had enough. Uh, it's the fact that uh, they're bringing in these cross-the-border U.S.-Canada vaccine passports was a big deal, but uh, what really sparked me was, after all this, they're bringing in the uh, interprovincial vaccine passports, which, how do you justify showing your papers to cross the border? Coming from a border city in Lloydminster, Alberta, how do you cross a border and, like, to me, I just, every time they come up with something, I think there's no way this is going to happen. There's no way that they can actually do this. For the last two years, been saying that, and, uh, you know what, the, the mask mandates in the schools, uh, we ended up pulling our kids uh, from school and pulling them because we don't trust what they're going to do. We don't know what their end game is here, and... Uh, like I said, uh, said on the way up here, I'm so excited that when we are on our way home, we're going to be able to take my family to Denny's <laughs> in Lloyd and enjoy a meal without getting looked at like we're criminals. Uh, Amen to that. Here, one, yeah. fi one final question for you then. What's been the one story along the way, a visual for back home that has moved you, I mean, or surprised you, or just something that sticks out? You've been on the road a lot of hours, boys. What's one that you just like, man, you know, not a dry eye in the car or whatever. I mean, we've all had those moments along this road. Oh, man. Just everybody coming together. Like, when we started, I think everybody felt like they were alone. And then we got to the truck stops where we met up. And we seen the group of people that came together. And it's like, oh, shit, we're not in here alone. We got a group of people. And then as we made our way across the country, we realized that the majority is with us that we've passed. And the communities have all came out, been really supportive. And it's it's made 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 you feel Canadian again. I went from my truck, I had my Canadian flag upside down, and halfway across the country I turned it the right side up. I'm like, no, I'm proud to be Canadian. I'm like, there's one guy that's screwing this up and we gotta get rid of him. Amen to that. I got one thing I'll say about the trip is when we left Lloyd, I flip-flopped so many times whether or not, you know, is it worth the trip? Is it worth the trip? Is it is is anything gonna come of it? And uh at the kind of the last minute I was I picked you know what we're going and I am so glad I came because for two years two and a half years we've been sitting at home going crazy thinking we're the only ones with this mindset that like are we going crazy because the rest of the world is all good with this everybody's happy everybody's with this every city we went through thousands of people lined up at minus 30 on the side of the roads when we're three hours late you guys like, what does that say? Like, we're not alone. There's millions of people. Uh, we are not just a little group. A fringe minority? A fringe minority. <laughs> I want a fringe my Anyone back home, anyone anywhere who's listening to this, I want fringe minority shirts made up because I want to support one of those. I wish we were all walking in with them right now. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Missed out on an opportunity there. <laughs> well, thanks, fellas. I'm going to continue to I'm trying to grab as many of these guys before we head out. It's pretty cool. You can feel the energy in the air this yeah, morning. It's you know, we're only an hour or two away, and then and then it's go time. So it's been a long journey, and here we are. Well, it's Let's fantastic see to see you here, and thanks for making the trip. You made hey, it. I thanks didn't for you're going to make it. Thanks for starting the spark, fellas. It was watching you guys leave Lloyd that really made me think, like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. yeah. Right. Got to be here. Yeah. Got to be here. You know what? The trip up here was was half of it. The trip up here was half of it because it gave all these truckers here the willpower. To go against, so, okay. Since I got in the room last night, 
all the media is 100% about the convoy. There's nothing, it's all about the convoy and they are running whatever narrative they want to run. And just knowing the support we had across Canada, we're going to need it. Yeah, we're going to need it is right. Well, thanks, fellas. Best of luck. Stay safe. Smile a lot. Kill them with kindness. I've been saying it's a Bob Marley song. Love, peace, unity. Let's fucking go. Right Let's on. Do this. Hey?